Heyo, I'm Kim Navarro. And I'm Brett Pimentry. And this is Mega Sequin. The podcast. <laughs> We start every episode saying, hey, Brent. So, Hey, Kim. Yeah. Hey, hey Brent. <laughs> Long time no see. Um, can you refresh our memory? Who did we speak to last episode? Well, last episode of Mega Sequin, the podcast, we spoke to the fabulous Roy Blakey. And I, I don't know about you guys, but the last two weeks have been incredible for me. I, everything's been roses. I've been walking around the street. And would you say that that's due to his optimism that he brought? Oh, yeah so optimistic about life and about all the opportunities that could come our way do you think it's about time to make sure we feel a little less optimistic I, yes i mean i'm not ready for that i'm i'm still gonna listen to the roy blakey interview but it's time i think it is time that we saw the other side yes the donowick side carly donowick has performed with holiday on ice disney on ice willie b-tech productions and the ice theater of new york just to name a few she has performed in over 35 countries around the world and placed second in the 2015 Pro Skaters Open Professional Skating Competition. So now it's time. Hide your kids. Hide your wives. It's the fucking fabulous Carly Donowick. If you lost your sparkle, and you're feeling mighty great, tune in to Mega Sequin and bring some glitz to your day. When I graduated high school i ended up not really going to high school i like slacked off had really bad grades smoked a lot of beep made a lot of bad life decisions so which led me to make the worst life decision of my life which is join ice shows <laughs> yeah um i wasn't so I, I didn't get accepted into any colleges i fell asleep through most of the math sections in the sat because it was just hurting my brain so yeah, I didn't get into college really. All those numeros. Yeah, I got it. All those numeros too hard. So I got I got into like one community college. I wasted about sixty dollars applying to other dumb schools that didn't want me. So I was like, okay, well, maybe I should skate. Someone I remember I was at. I worked in a snack bar, which I sold pretzels and ate pretzels basically. <laughs> And tried to sleep you with the pro shop guys. <laughs> Sell a pretzel, eat a pretzel? You sold them to yourself. I used to be like, one cheese stick for you, two cheese sticks for me. <laughs> and then the inventory was like running out, and they were like, where's all the food going? Are people giving out free food? And I'm like, nah, I keep burning shit. <laughs> anyway, so yeah, I was working at an ice rink, and um, one of the coaches came and said, well, she was an ice skate page, and she said, why don't you do ice shows? And I never really realized that that would be an option. Like, a lot of people think it's just the Olympics or, or like not. Everyone's like, did you go to the Olympics? No, I didn't fucking go to the Olympics. Do I look like I went to the Olympics? Like, would I be standing here in my Guinness shirt if I went to the Olympics? I don't think so. <laughs> that's what that's what every Olympian no does after had, they go. They sell cheese sticks. No one invited me to the effing <laughs> Olympics. Oh, I know. So, yeah, it's a, it's a sad story for a lot of people. So then they were like, we should do shows. And I was like, all right. So um, these people... Uh, Two people who were like in the shows before and are still in shows. Bob and they're they're still skating. They're like seventy two and and the best skaters I've ever seen. Yeah. Um, they auditioned me in Jamestown, New York, and then like two weeks later, I got an email from the company that they auditioned me for, which is based in Holland, Holland and Ice, and 
they the reason I auditioned for this show, Holiday Nights, and not Disney on Ice, was because I didn't want to play a character. I didn't want to be a tree or like a foot. Or like, <laughs> that skating foot, I was so bad. It's for that. Been my dream to be the foot. You know, like I want to be a foot or a tree or <laughs> like a fairy or whatever. Like none of that seemed. I wanted to skate. Like I really was. When when they brought up when that woman brought up shows, I was like, I really miss skating, and it kind of hit home, and I got this itch that I just had to skate again. So I used my graduation money and bought a new pair of skates, which were horrendous because no one loves me and they, no one thought I would graduate so I didn't really get a lot of money for my graduation <laughs> so I ended up having to suck Beep. to like cover the costs of the rest so um then I auditioned blah blah, blah. I got and I got into the company holiday nights which is like used to be a really prestigious it was like the ice capades of our current time like the closest thing you got to a massive production that was about skating and not about Mickey and Minnie and Lilo and Stitch feet. and all these and feet. All I mean, feet, all, all these like, feet all those, stories, like, ice skating feet, feet stories. So uh, thank, I was like, okay, perfect. I'm gonna be able to be a skater. And I, of course, was like on the internet googling holiday nice pictures, and it was like a picture of Ashley Clark and like all these people who I would end up be, like learning, like coming to meet and admiring. But I, I saw these pictures of these girls, fierce and like fishnets and sequins and sparkles and I just loved it so I thought that's where I want to be and so I, I they accepted me to the company like oh we really know we're gonna hire you um we're just looking for a show that would be suitable for you and so I was like perfect so not even two days later I get an email that says Bugs Bunny on ice offer and I was like go fuck yourself are you kidding me so of course I opened this email and it's like we'd like to offer you a position a course position on Bugs Bunny around the world in 80 days so I wrote back and said, would I be doing, like, will I be a character? They were like, it's possible, but very unlikely. You'll be chorus, so you'll be in the group numbers. So, for example, it's around the world 80 days. We'll be visiting Russia, so you could be in the Russian number, or you'll be a, a Parisian in the French number, blah, blah, blah. So I was like, okay, I can handle that. So I emailed the people who had auditioned me and said, what do you think? Should I say no and wait for another show? And they're like, no, just get your foot in the door. Like that's you. You can't really say no to your first show, right. especially not if you're a foot. Right. I yeah. I mean, I wasn't a foot yet. It was to come, to follow. Um, so they were like, I accepted it. And a week later, I was in Amsterdam, at the airport, walking around eating garlic mayo fries. Like, where am I? What am I doing now? So we go to Utrecht in Holland, which is like thirty minutes outside of Amsterdam, and we. We go to rehearsals for the first day, and they were in an old train warehouse that's right next to a chicken slaughterhouse. So it's like chickens running around, like that escaped, and I was like, "That's my life." <laughs> and so, but it's an old train warehouse. It's like really cheap and broken down. They're like, "This is perfect, perfect place to rehearse, so everyone can get sick and have black mucus in their lungs." Awesome, holiday nights, <laughs> nailing it. Pound, nailing it. Pound asbestos. Pound asbestos. No big deal. None of them have insurance anyways. So they, uh, we get to rehearsals, and they round us up in this room. The artistic director, the choreographer, everyone. Doug Webster was one of the choreographers. Um, and so all these, you know, fresh faces, some wrinkled faces. Everyone's kind of like sitting there looking, checking each other out. Skaters are very judgmental. Skaters are the most judgmental people I've ever met. Even more than like, I don't know, anyone. So, more my mother. So we're sitting around and there's this massive like mood board 
with kind of the storyline and they want to walk us through what the show will be the direction and they start listing who's what characters and they're like this is peter he's from denmark and he's bugs bunny and everyone's like yay peter bugs bunny <laughs> and they go through the line this is Lindsay. she's gonna be tweety burn she's obviously not thrilled she's like an old showgirl who has just kind of like they turned her into tweety and she wasn't happy about it and then they were like you know going through the list blah 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 and they're like all right Carly Donovic from the USA is going to be Yosemite Sam. Aww. Drum roll. I'm looking at the board. Who's Yosemite Sam? Because I like don't really care. I'm like looking. Oh my God, who's Yosemite Sam? And so I, my eyes catch this red beard. And by red beard, I mean like massive <laughs> mustache. It's, the, it's, a, it's a man character. So I'm the only girl playing a man character. And they... So instantly my heart turns into shards of shit. I'm like, <laughs> I'm like, this isn't real life. So I wait and think, it was a mistake. They don't know who I am. They don't know I'm an ice dancer. I've got lines. I've got edges. Looking around, I'm like, oh, I'm fucked. So anyways, the meeting ends and I'm like, literally, my asshole is sweating. Like, it just profusely sweating. <laughs> just my asshole. And I was like, and this, this is a sign of your... Being upset, Thanks, right? Yeah, I was not from history that mm. a sweaty asshole equals equals not happy. <laughs> not, happy okay. <laughs> not happy foot. So, uh, <laughs> so I go up to one of the choreographers who ends up being coming one of my good friends, Doug Webster, and was like, "Is this a mistake?" And he's like, "Oh, girl, uh, uh-uh, uh, no." And apparently, it was because of a height thing, because these costumes are built on certain things, and they're like, "You're the perfect height." And I was like, "Well, I can be shorter or taller." <laughs> Which one Watch do you me. want? Which one do you want? Shorter or taller? Which one gets me out of the Yosemite Which one gets me out? Yeah. So basically, I'm like, okay, this is happening. and There's nothing I can do about it. I'm just going to be a good sport and, and do it. So then we're learning the number, and I'm like, oh, I hate this. Whatever. I'm just going to – it's money, and I'll, I'm going to work really hard and become a star one day and then look back and be like – yeah, look where I came from. The lowest of the low. Like, the only thing worse would be to be a foot, which was to follow. <laughs> Sometimes you have to take a step back to fall backwards. <laughs> so This journey to rock bottom from high school is, is really... Yeah. You're on, the, you're on the express elevator. Yeah, express is all right, yeah. Um, it's like shoots and ladders. So, basically, the rehearsals carry on. Like, two weeks pass, and... Um, I end up being in no other numbers because it takes so long. Apparently, apparently, I haven't seen the costume to get in and out of the costume. So I miss the two or three numbers before and two or three numbers after the Yosemite Sam numbers, which is the only character, like secondary character in the show, that has more than one number. I had four. Wow. And yeah. what, what would you do in these numbers? So like element? Arizona. like So basically the show, we would like go to the different places of the world, around the world, 80 days. So my first number, I was in Arizona, and it was a cowboy number, and all the cowboys would be like, D-d-d-d-d-d. they had like a really cute cowboy dance that I wasn't invited to, <laughs> because I was currently getting into my man costume, and they were like, all right, and then pew, 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 you know, somebody Sam comes out, and then they're like, let's punish the American and put her in this stupid costume. So this company had never really done character work before, and so... They were like, oh, let's give her solid wood guns. Like, most people for props, they give you, like, styrofoam, something. No, let's whittle. This Polish guy, like, whittled <laughs> these wooden nine-kilo guns <laughs> for this, like, 18-year-old, fresh-faced American. To, like, anyways, we'll get back to that. So, 
we're like doing these rehearsals and they suck. Arizona was one number. I come out and like be like pew pew pew, and then Yosemite Sam would stick carrots in my guns. I think I think I remember. Yeah, carrots in my guns, and then I would like blow. Oh, my Bugs face. Bunny would stick carrots in your guns. Well, who did I say? You're Yosemite Sam. I'm Yosemite Sam. <laughs> <laughs> it's like so weird you got there. Somebody else was dressed as Yosemite Sam. Like what the I'm fuck all, is going on? I'm gonna on? put these carrots in my gun. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna put carrot in my vagina. So then Bugs Bunny puts carrots in my guns, and I like blow my face up and like waddle off the ice. Um, so of course there's pratfalls involved, which is when you like actually mean to fall, um, and they're not fun because they're they're. I always hurt myself when I like mean to fall down. I'm not good at like fake falling. I always hurt myself. So then the next number I was in, we were in France and I had this, they had like really cute French number where they come out on like little horses, do, 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 Doug's counting one, two, three, one, two, three, <laughs> one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, one, two, three, one. But anyways, um, not how you count music. So I also missed that fun number that no one invited me to because I was getting dressed into Yosemite Sam. So I come out with this massive 100 pound cannon that I had to push by myself, I would like push this huge cannon and like blow up Bugs Bunny, but he would always just miss it. And I'd like turn the cannon and he would like just miss it. And he would like run around and I had to chase him with this massive cannon. So finally, Bugs Bunny throws his carrot again in my cannon and it's like, bloop, 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 bloop. I'm like, why won't it blow up? And so he's like, why don't you look inside? Did it stop? No. So then. I would, like, put my face in the cannon, and it would blow up. And then I would fall, prep fall again. And then I had to do finale. So I was in, like, nothing. So wait, tell me more. I feel like I've heard about this Yosemite Sam costume. Okay. Yeah, how so does this, this, how does this I, actually work? I have, a, I have a question, like, what were you able to do while you were skating? Okay. And I feel like, is that, is that question related to the costume? Um, well... So about three weeks into the rehearsal, they're like, oh, costumes are here. And everyone's like, yay, costumes. We're in a dress. We've got this. I'm like, oh, my beard's here. Yay. So we go into this room where the people who made the costumes, um, all the heads of the costumes were on these tables. And everyone's heads are like normal sized. And then I get to the end and mine is about six feet wide and seven feet tall and weighs about 49 pounds. And they're like, here, plop this on your noggin. And I'm like, fuck you, plop on your noggin. <laughs> and so in Disney on Ice, they have, I mean, they've been doing it for years. So they've got like shoulder supports. If the head's really heavy, it'll like rest on your shoulders. It won't rest directly on your head. So mine was just a helmet. Oh God, why do I have so many helmets? I think all my costumes are helmets. People Again, like, safety third. People are like, this people bitch are is a basic three. Get her a helmet before she does her three turns. So... So they put the they put the hat on, and I, I couldn't see a thing. I'm like, am I supposed? Is there a camera? Like I can't see anything. There was so basically they were like, oh, you need to tilt your head back a little bit. There's a little hole between the eyes. There was a black like, it was like black mesh that you could kind of see through, and everything else was just complete darkness. Oh, good. It was like an inch at max. And I was like, this is retarded. I can't believe this is happening. And so, uh, not exaggerating at all, the head probably weighed like 15 pounds. I mean, Ugh. this thing was so heavy. I needed help putting it on myself from another person because I couldn't really lift it. And so, since the character's short, I the pants were like sewed together at the knees. 
So I could I couldn't actually move my legs. I can only move like ima- like try to I want you to get up right now, pin your knees together and then try to run. <laughs> I've done that. I bet you have. I have I've done that. Yes. It's it doesn't it's get you very far. Not fast, not far, not good, not stylish. So pin your knees together and run. And then they put on a pair of boots if you have them that are really really massive and they touch the ice so that if you try to do any sort of edge you slip they're just they were literally on the ice these boots and i had to keep my my legs at least a foot and a half apart or else the boots would be touching and i would trip on them so so now your knees are stuck together and your feet can't be together no no which which is fine because you really can't run with your knees and feet together Right, okay. Yeah, balance thing. That would be called hopping. Hopping, yes, hopping. Yeah, hopping. <sighs> Nightmare. So they're like, and I can't lift my arms, right? Because the the hat, the head goes all the way down to my elbows, and I end up supporting the weight of the head because it's nine hundred thousand pounds. Skaters never exaggerate, by the way. With their, <laughs> with my elbow, like with my the inner inner of my elbow. So I would hold it, and I'd hold the nine pound guns with my hands, and I just looked like I was in the middle of having a seizure. <laughs> and the first time I skated, I fell about a uh, hundred times. And they were like, just get up and keep trying. And I was like, fuck you. <laughs> they couldn't hear you. They, they couldn't hear me. And, you know, I was actually crying in the car. I was actually grateful for my face being covered for most of that experience because I was crying every show. You could kind of hear whimpering if I got close enough to some of the, the Indians or the, whatever. I was just like, I hate my life. This sucks. So I would fall. And the Pratt fall, right? Like, I don't have use of my arms. I don't really have use of my legs. And they'd be like, fall down and get up holding these two 20-pound guns made of solid wood and this massive hat. And your knees are sewed together and you have boots so you don't have any. Like, just get up. Get up now. I was like geisha getting up with, like, my toes. It was... Yeah. How long did you do this tour? Two years. Oh. But lucky, because I'm such a smart mofo, after the first year, one of my pratfalls, I ended up really hurting my knee, and I was out of the show for a week. And so when I came back, I said, you know what? I really can't do this. Like, I can be in the show, but I can't do this character, because it was a lot of running. And I started to get really bad, actual really bad neck and back problems from the character head bouncing up and down on my head, just compressing my spine and my spirit. And so they ended up taking me out of the character once it was a medical problem, even though I think mental health is a medical problem, but Uh no one cared about that. Um, So when it actually became a a physical problem for me as a a girl who wasn't really a a big enough build for the costume, they took me out and put a new boy had come and he, so he skated in it. Um, And so I was just a, a Mexican. They gave me a mustache and I was in a mariachi band then. Always need to have some facial hair. Were you wearing a helmet? I still wasn't. No, no helmet. I still wasn't invited to the cute cowboy number or the cute French number. (laughs) A little butthurt about that. I didn't get invited to those. I was still a ladybug, and I got to be a mariachi. So that was cool. Um, But then I did that for for seven months, and then I got promoted to principal. And then what was that? I did a pair. So I did a pair, I skated with a boy, and we did the principal pair tracks. We were Cupid in Brazil. Oh, adorable. So yeah. this was the second year. This was my second year, okay. yeah. It was a South American tour, and so I was Cupid. But my partner liked to drop me a lot, so that really wasn't a good experience either. 
Like it was a plus because it I was wasn't a man. It was a step in the right direction. That was sound like a lateral move. Lat- it's a la- yeah, more of a lateral move lateral. than anything, but that it, it was moving. Whoop. <laughs> that was me. That was me. That was the cheddar. That was all the the cheddar cheese I've been eating. Show called drama. So yeah, and then I ended up. Um, that was my second year, and I left, and I was like, I never looked back, and I will ne- probably never go back. So have you? You've never worked for holiday again? Never. Nope. That was it. But it was kind of your entrance into the professional skating world, which you have enjoyed and a and good and exciting career. I complain because it's what I do best, but I look back and honestly, that was one of my favorite, ex- that whole tour was such a learning experience and it was so amazing. I got to see, I, I saw more on that tour than I've seen with the rest of my career combined. We did like all of South America. I learned how to do beep there. Like we did, we did all of Europe. We did Russia. We did. I mean, it was amazing. Like you don't, you don't get to do that on all the shows. I mean, the only way to do that is Disney, which you can't party like I did on holiday because you get caught. Mm. Um, I love. Yeah, I loved it. I mean, I hated it, but I loved it. It was a love hate. Okay. And if you were forced to like see the reason why this was like your first experience or what you uh, you already told me what you gained from it. What's the moral to this story, to this like kind of traumatic entrance into the professional skating world? You have to start somewhere. (laughs) And there's really, sometimes your pride isn't what's important. And you have to take those, the things you don't want to do. But instead of just whining, like I started off, I remember Doug was like, you can either cry every day about it, like you're doing now, or you can get on the ice and become really good at it and learn something from it. And I ended up learning a lot about body movement and portraying different emotions with your body instead of just your face. And also, when you're a character, you have to move a billion times more than you think. Like, you think you're moving so much, and then you see a video, and it looks like someone's shot you with a, one of those darts from Ace Ventura, where, like, you just can't move. It's ridiculous. But I learn, you learn a lot in every experience, no matter how bad or shitty you can learn from. I mean, everything has good things about it, except for this show, Mom. Now I hate it. <laughs> you can't learn anything from this. <laughs> nothing. I've learned everything there is to learn. There's the only thing I learned about here is misery. Oh, yeah. Did I mention I'm wearing a beard again? Full circle, everyone. Full circle. Everything. Never think you've, never, ever, ever think you've escaped something ever because it will come back. And I'm always worried, like, is this rock bottom? Is it? Or is it rock bottom in the future? I keep trying to find myself. And then I just find rocks at the bottom instead. <laughs> and then you're like, oh, wait, that's not when you dig. You're like, that wasn't the bottom. <laughs> like, wait. And then I my, fall. A bunch of rocks. The depth I, of my soul is just a pile of rocks? And then I fall down a hill of rocks, hitting my head on rocks the whole <laughs> way down and go, wait, no, this is rock bottom. And then I, I'm sure you can imagine how the story continues because you just keep falling down hills of rocks until you think you're at rock bottom and you think you found yourself. But you don't like that self, so you keep falling down rocks. Right, which That's is where I'm at right now. Which is why you typically are made to wear a helmet in your shows. <laughs> <laughs> Literally wear helmets in shows, yes. Yes. Although here I don't wear a helmet. They trust me here. Aww, or maybe welcome, they just want me to actually to die. Rock bottom. Rock, you hit it. Rock bottom is There's where they, they no, don't care about you enough to even make you wear a helmet anymore. They were like they're, they're, they're like, like they're like, you're nailing it. Carly's Hashtag gone. no helmet for you. Mega sequence. Bring sparkle to your day.
thank you to our very special guest, the fucking fabulous Carly Donowick. And thanks, as always, to our musical contributors, Keith Joe Dick, Urban Oasis, and our newest musical contributor, Carly Donowick. There's an hand.